Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. Now, what if I told you that there were three things you could do, you could get started today, and you will sleep better tonight once you've got that started, and actually you'll sleep better every night after this. Sounds interesting, right? So I'm going to tell you a story. Let's just get to it. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey there. Welcome back. So glad you're here with me. So listen, I have a little story to share with you today, and it's it's kind of cool. It... Um, I think it's going to help you put some things in place, get started on a plan. And and once you do that, you're actually going to sleep better at night. You're going to stop thinking, what if, what if, what if? And so I'm just going to dive in and tell you the story. Uh, along the way, you'll see why it's important for you. And I'll leave you with some things to work on so that you can get started on your plan. So here's the short version. Last week, I was uh, going through the comments in our inner circle group. It's our members only group. And we really do our very best to make sure that if someone takes the time to post a question, they get an answer. And last week, uh, one of our members posted this, and I'm going to quote it exactly. And it's, what if my ultimate goal was to sell my business? What boxes does my business need to check in order to be attractive to a buyer? And I was like, oh, this is my favorite thing. I want to answer this one. And then I thought, well, if I answer this one uh, properly and give her a really considered answer, I'm going to be here for an hour. And, you know, that's a lot of typing. So I thought, oh, I think I need to talk about this publicly because here's the thing. Here's why. It's because the things I was going to tell her are things that we all should be doing. These are things that we should be doing right now, whether we want to sell our business or not, whether we want to sell our business next week, next month, next year, or in five years. These are things that are going to make our businesses better. But even more important than that, they're going to like safeguard our businesses. Keep keep it so that bad things when they happen or if they happen aren't going to devastate our business. So I'm just going to dive in and share uh, share my thoughts on this. And, and before I, I tell you all the things, I really want to um, tell you why I love this topic. Now, you might know that I have grown and sold two businesses, and I owned them for a long time, both of them. But my ultimate goal is always to sell a business. It still is. And the reason, there's a couple of reasons why. And, and the first reason is that we all work hard at our businesses. Most of us are underpaid. I mean, many of us are not paid at all, which is something I'm trying to change. But most of us are underpaid that we could probably earn more out on the marketplace than we do in our businesses. And we run these businesses because we want the lifestyle. We want uh, the flexibility to create our own income, work when it works for us. Many of us are parents or we have other interests and it, it really works for us. Plus, we like to be in control of our future. But the truth is, for many of us that are running small businesses that are 
underpaid. <laughs> we also don't have a lot of the benefits that people who are out working, you know, in private industry or for the government have, which is, you know, uh, more benefits and uh, pension plans and just that a different kind of security than we have. They look better at the bank than us most of the time. But anyway, we don't have that. And the one way that we can really get paid for all the time and the effort and the sweat and the thinking and the thinking and the doing and the worrying about our businesses, the one way we can get paid for that is to sell our business. It really locks in that gain we've made. And it's really the way to accumulate wealth in your life. Build a business, sell it. Build another business, sell it. And what I want to just leave with you is that uh, you could just sit on this. But what I think is super important is that when you sell your business and you think about it as almost like a piece of you and it's your baby and you've been working on it for so long, that what's important to remember is when you sell that business, you still keep the skill that you have that helped you build that business. You st- all those hard lessons you've learned over the years those lessons are still with you. So even though you've sold the business, you still have everything you need to build another one (laughs) and maybe do it better. So not only do you have that, but you also have the knowledge of what you change going forward. And so it gives you even more control to build your next business uh, really the way you want it. And so I just want to leave you with that because I think there are many people who, uh, certainly many in our inner circle, but also many people who follow me, um, you know, thank you, <laughs> but also many people who who listen to what I have to say who think that they could never do that. They're makers or nobody would want their business or how would they ever teach anybody how to run their business? And I just want to plant the seed for you that that's not always the case. And I want you to open your mind to the possibility because what you're also building beyond your skill to design your jewelry or, uh, you know, create the best uh, subscription box ever or to uh, be an amazing artist Beyond that skill, you've also built the skill that is so marketable, and it's the skill of building a business. And so I want you to keep that. But anyway, that's not the answer to the question. So I uh, I have to tell you that this is when you when you are thinking about selling, you need to do these things. But when you're not thinking about selling, you need to do these things. And the last business I sold, I actually started working on these things. This plan five years. I thought five years before I wanted to sell it. Now, ultimately, I sold that business in four years, but it was a five-year plan. And it didn't take me five years to, you know, to get the plan in action, but it was something that I did consistently over time. And so if you'd like to sell soon, or if you'd like to sell somewhere down the road, or if you don't even think you'd like to sell, this is for you because these things are going to set you up to have a business that even if you are taken down, you know, even if you get sick or you at my house, we talk about, you know, getting hit by a bus, awful, <laughs> but even if you get hit by a bus or uh, even if you want to take that dream vacation, 
you know, maybe it's four weeks somewhere. Even if you want to do those things, your business still runs. And so that's super important. You don't stop making money. So I'm just going to dive in and tell you these three things. So the first thing that you need to get in order, if you might want to sell your business, or you just need to get in order anyway, is you need to be able to demonstrate how you'll make money. So when it's a buyer, when you're thinking about a buyer, you want to be able to demonstrate to them how they're going to make money. And in two ways, one way is salary. So how are they going to pay themselves if they decide to take over your role in the business? How are they going to get a paycheck? Or the other thing is, uh, if they choose not to run the business, they need to make sure there's a paycheck for the person they choose to run the business. So there's that. But the other part of this is profit. So they're not the same thing. And many of us look at their profit as their paycheck. And and really, when you are growing up your business (laughs) and making it secure, there are two different things. Like imagine you couldn't work in your business anymore, but you wanted to keep it. You'll need a paycheck for the person who does the work that you have been doing, but you'll also need a profit for you. And so the sooner you onboard that and start thinking about it and putting uh, things in place to make it happen, the more grown up and more secure your business will be. So once you've got the paycheck looked after and the profit looked after, the other thing you want to do, and it's a little bit painful, but only for a short time, is you want to really get your books cleaned up. You want to get your accounting cleaned up. And the reason why you want to do this is you want to avoid having expenses inside of your business that could potentially be considered personal expenses and are going to open up questions in the mind of a potential buyer. Like, what is that for? What is that for? Oh, entertainment. What is that for? You know, all those things. You want to make sure that that's cleaned up so that really it's a straight and clear Uh, line of expenses that are directly related to the business. And so if you're expensing, you know, maybe restaurant meals or your car or your cell phone, and you're on a, a family plan, so actually it's everybody's cell phone, all those things really junk up your books, and they they really do seed questions in a buyer's mind. But also, actually, in if your banker is reviewing your statement, they in because you're trying to borrow money, it really raises questions in their minds. And so, the solution to this is to get all of those things out of your books, treat them as personal expenses, and then either give yourself a raise to cover them because you're already paying those expenses anyway. So it'll make your salary look better. Or the other thing you can do is write, uh, like keep an expense report, submit an expense report to your company and get a check back for expenses. So you can do one, the other, or a combination of both. But what you really want to do is just get it clean now. Even if your business is teeny tiny, even if you don't want to sell it, this is a really good thing to do for ongoing success. And it will make you feel better. You'll be more clear on how much you're earning, but you'll also be more clear on what it costs to run your company. So go do that. 
And while I'm on it, I just want to talk about taking a paycheck versus taking a bonus. Because I know this has happened to me and it happens, I've talked to friends, same thing. And so often we're encouraged as small business owners just to take a draw all year round and our accountant will settle it at the end of the year with a bonus or dividend or however they want to wrap it up. And the problem I see with that, again, is it creates a little bit of income insecurity for us because we don't know where we're at. We don't really know how much we make and it's different every year. And we don't know how much tax we owe on that. And it's highly possible that we're not uh, really, we're not actually contributing to a government pension plan or we're, you know, we're just really not legitimizing ourselves and our role in our business. And so I would encourage you to do that too. If you are taking a paycheck, I would encourage you to make it a payroll check, you fill out the government forms, pay the government what you owe for the remittances, and just go ahead and make, you know, make yourself an, a legitimate employee of your business. I think it will make you feel more in control going forward. So that's the first thing, is you really have to kind of clean up your act when you're thinking about selling, but you'll sleep better anyway, promise. The next thing you want to do if you are thinking about uh, selling your business is you want to find a way to demonstrate the value in a simple and clear format that almost everyone can understand. And so the way I would start this, even if it was a couple of years out to start to that I wanted to sell my business, is I would just start tracking my key metrics. Like you want a record and a spreadsheet is fine, but you really want a record of the things that affect your sales. So in our Reliable Revenue program, we have this thing called the Reliable Revenue Playbook, and it's super cool. It really is. And it's it's a record of the key metrics and a few other metrics that really uh, increase conversion. So the key metrics are super simple. It's just traffic, conversion rate, and average order value. Now, we track a couple of other metrics in that playbook, but what we do is we tie it together with the marketing activity that week. So we'll actually be able to go back and look at what we did to market our business that week. And so it shows this is the effort we put in. This is the result we got out. It shows the trend. This sheet actually builds upon each month is accumulated and you can look at your yearly total as you go through. And it's a perfect way to do exactly what I'm talking about. But if you're just starting, set yourself up a spreadsheet track your key metrics, your traffic, your average order value, and your conversion rate. Put your total sales in. You might want to make a couple notes about what you did for marketing. This is going to give you a written record where you can actually share with a potential buyer what it is you've done to get there and how they can take what you've got and actually use it to move forward. So super important. Now, if you're really getting close to selling your business, This is when you want to hire a financial person to give you a little bit of help. And really, you want to tell them about your goals, what you're hoping for, and you need some advice about how you can present this to the buyer. And you need some numbers. And when I think about what's happened in my case, it's things like, um, what is the cost of acquiring a customer? 
like a professional can help you figure that out. And that's super important. The other thing that I think that is really valuable to know is what is the lifetime value of a customer? And you can get some help figuring those things out. But even if you're not selling, getting yourself tracking and measuring and watching your progress in your business is going to help you sleep better at night, I promise. And if you do this and you add in the little marketing piece too, it's actually really going to help. Uh, anyone who might take over from you as you start growing your business and you want to remove yourself from more of the day-to-day. The last thing is super important. And this is the one that's really going to make you sleep better at night. And it's this, you need to start getting stuff out of your head and getting them onto a document finding a way to record it. Now I use Google Docs and Google Sheets and Google Drive for all of this. But really, I I think you need to start with uh, anything that is um, anything that is something you do or is something in your head that if you were suddenly taken out of the game for a couple of weeks, a disaster would follow in your business. Like, what are the key things that you do? Where are you the, you know, where are you the roadblock that if you don't, if you're not there to make a decision or do something, those are the things you need to do first. You need to make a list of those things and you need to document your process for that right off the bat. But really, when you're doing this, as you go along, uh, just documenting all of this with your business, you really need to think about products and then the process you take. And also the people, like who does what, who's in charge of what. And it's not like it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done. You could have a folder for marketing. You could have a folder for product and all the things you need to do to get your product to you, suppliers. Um, and then you could have a folder for people and their roles and what they do and what they're responsible for. And, you know, even if it's all you, at least you've got it down on paper and you can use that document to move forward and and get it, make it even better. And as your business grows, of course, it will change. But if you get it out of your head and onto a document, that's half the battle. Someone else could actually take that. You'll share that with someone else and they will be able to use it. So that's it. Long answer to a very short question in our inner circle group, but I think so important for all of us, whether we're selling or not. And so I just want to summarize, the first thing you can do is get your books in order, get them super clean, do it now, whether you're a teeny tiny business, or you're a big business, whether you want to sell or you don't, you will sleep better. The second thing is set up a system to demonstrate your value, whether you're demonstrating your value to a potential buyer or yourself. Set up a simple system, make it a habit to track and measure your key metrics every week. Watch your progress. Third thing is get what you know or what you do out of your head and into a document. So get it out of your head and into a document, have a way to organize it and share it with someone. So that's all I've got. I hope it was helpful. I would love to hear back. Never hesitate to send me an email at info at the socialsalesgirls.com. I hope you have a lovely week and I'm going to see you next week. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way 
and you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.